following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Here we go with hour number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 fabulous radio stations for the one close to you. For the one? For the one? Where do I get this, like, Scandinavian accent? For the one? For the one close to you, go to the show.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Anthony Broom will join us in a few moments. From the Wolverine.com, weekly college football playoff rankings come out tonight. Michigan should remain number three, but you never know. TCU won on the road at Texas. Wolverines beat up on a 30-and-a-half point underdog in Nebraska. The positioning, we, we watched it with Clemson a couple weeks ago, as I mentioned. They're trying to do everything they can to avoid... Michigan, Ohio State, Tennessee, Georgia in the college football playoff. Two SEC schools and two Big Ten schools. We'll talk to Anthony about that. Also, Graham Couch on Spartan Basketball. They're playing number four Kentucky tonight in Indy after losing and having a shot to win at the end on the aircraft carrier this past Friday night in San Diego. Izzo lining up Gonzaga, Kentucky, Villanova, Alabama. At Notre Dame? Or is that at home? Yeah, I think it's it says at Notre Dame. I thought it was at home, but it says at ND. Who knows? Her schedule could be wrong. I could be completely reading the wrong schedule. This could be Michigan Tech. Who knows? And I want to say hello to everybody listening in the home of the Huskies. Houghton Hancock Calumet 107.3 and AM 920 WMPL. Copper country is God's country in the UP. Snow on the ground here in West Michigan. Roads are fine. You wake up, see the first snow, you're like, oh, it's nice. I'm like, no. Nice was a week ago when it was 74. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Unpredicted Michigan runs a table. They're undefeated national champions. They don't lose a game in 2022 or during the 2022 season. You with me or against me on that? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They're at home tonight. Every Tuesday home game is buy one ticket, get one free. That's a huge deal. 
And Superfly does tell me we have a few minutes left and a few two-packs left of those free tickets to watch the gold tonight inside Van Andel Arena. So just go to at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook right now. You have about five minutes left. And you can get a free two pair of tickets that you can use tonight. And remember, every Tuesday home game is buy one, get one free with the Grand Rapids Gold inside beautiful Van Andel Arena. I think Anthony Broom is standing by from the Wolverine.com, another Michigan insider. Checking in on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, A.B.? I'm wonderful. Uh, it's starting to get a little chillier out there. I don't know what it's like out on your side of the state. We got snow. Uh, we got snow on the ground. You have snow over there in Ann Arbor? Uh, it's it's not sticking, but it's snowing. So. Yeah, it's, it's stuck a little bit here. I see the rooftops in downtown GR at our flagship station, 96-1, the game. Uh, weather supposed to be, what, what, what are they saying, low 30s, high 20s for Illinois and Michigan. Is that a... Is that a look-ahead game for Michigan? I know Ohio State is looming to be one of the biggest matchups ever between the two teams. Illinois needs a miracle uh, to – well, they basically have to win out, and a miracle would be you know beating Michigan. Uh, your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I mean, they'll say – and we talked to them all week. We like, talked to players in Harbaugh yesterday. We'll talk to players tonight. We'll talk to coaches tomorrow. And they'll say that it's not a look-ahead game, but – you know, to to see how far that they've made it and to have everything still in front of them, I do think that there is, you know, one of the one of the you know plot threads here is um, not looking ahead and and you know the, your toughest opponent this week maybe being the the one that's in the mirror. So, yeah, I mean, if Chase Brown doesn't play, I, I really don't see a path for Illinois making it a competitive football game. Uh, Michigan has really only played what, maybe one one or two games that have been competitive going into the fourth quarter this year. So they're kind of due for one. Um, certainly would expect the one next week winds up being that. But, yeah, I think there's a natural element of it being a bit of a look ahead. But um, you know, I also like the way that this team handles its business. I mean, every single week this year, they've kind of just hammered everyone in the second half. They, they don't get too high. They don't get too low. They – they stick to they stick to what they do. They make adjustments based on what they're seeing on both sides of the ball. So, yeah, I mean, all the ingredients are there for them for it not to be a look ahead game. But uh, you know, that week, the week before Ohio State, you know, it's everyone knows it's on the line. And you know, the, the, what I would like to see coming out of this week is, you know, last year they go to they go play Maryland the week before Ohio State comes to town, and they just. You know, they beat the snot out of Maryland, and it's a 59-18 game, and the clock hit zero. Yeah, it wasn't a competitive game, but you sit there and go, you know what? I think this team is as ready as they're going to be, and and that would be the best-case scenario uh, coming out of this game on Saturday. If Ohio State and Michigan were playing tonight, how would you break down the matchup, Anthony, looking at both teams, where they're at, injuries, everything included, uh, what they've done, what you've seen, uh, how would, in Columbus – where the game is at, uh, how would you forecast Michigan-Ohio State if they were playing tonight? Yeah, I mean, I said it publicly on our, on our, the podcast that we did last night. Uh, I think Michigan's a better football team. I think that they have the ingredients to replicate what they did last year. I still have questions about, you know, Ohio State's mentality. God forbid there's any weather out there in Columbus 
like that's going on in the state of Michigan today. If there's any wind or any snow, um, you know, they've already kind of used that as a built-in excuse. So, you know, I, I just feel like when I look at it, it's in the trenches, right? This isn't a fantasy football game. And I think that's the way a lot of people sort of frame it nationally. Oh, C.J. Stroud and all these weapons, and, you know, it's the best offense that Michigan will have seen all year, which is true. But when I've watched these two teams, and obviously I've seen every Michigan game and, and watch as much Ohio State as our schedules allowed us to, um, I just I like what Michigan has up front on both sides of the ball that much more. And I think that what Michigan does well travels. You know, they have – a pass rush that comes at you in waves. They can run the, I've seen them run the football in Kinnick stadium uh, and kind of shove it down Iowa's throat, which again, I know that Iowa isn't the caliber of team that uh, Ohio state State is, but um, that's a tough place to do that. And, you know, they've gone to, they went to Wisconsin last year and did it and and Penn state last year and grinded it out. So like there, there's, I have no questions about the mentality and, and the matchup. Like, sure, Michigan has to play well to win. Uh, it's not a win on paper, but, you know, knowing what we do about these two teams through the first 10 games of the season, I I, I like Michigan better. And if the game were Saturday, I'd pick Michigan to win. I agree. That's why I'm saying Michigan's going to run the table. My Bud Light huge question of the day, Anthony, uh, do you agree with me when I say that Michigan won't lose a game this year. I, I don't think it's crazy or far-fetched, and it's easy to break it down and say take care of business against Illinois. They're a better, complete team uh, in the trenches, both sides. It's at Columbus. Uh, then you're going to get, I mean, it's looking like Iowa or, or Purdue possibly based on Illinois losing to Michigan uh, in the Big Ten title game. And then more than likely, if they stay at number or move up to number two after beating Ohio State, Tennessee would be three, and Georgia one in the college football playoff, and four would be USC, uh, TCU, or Ohio State. Uh, that's basically the pool for what teams could make the college football playoff. And Michigan wins their opener against Tennessee. High-profile offense, to say the least. I think they got the defense to slow them down and beat them. And then you look at... Uh, Georgia, I, I watched Mississippi State go up and down the field and make mistakes. I watched that Missouri game when Missouri should have beat Georgia. They're not the same team as last year. So my prediction isn't off the wall, uh, isn't a hype prediction. I really look at the body of work, and then people are screaming at me on my social networks, well, Michigan hasn't played anybody. Oh, yeah, so now we're there, that they haven't played anybody. I'm telling you, the eyeball test and the domination – when you look at the second half of play in every game since Big Ten play started, Michigan has looked like a national champion. I don't disagree with, with any of that. I think that, you know, if last year was a scenario where you, you play a team like Georgia and nine out of ten times Georgia's winning that game, I think this year it's, it's still probably advantage Georgia, but like maybe seven out of ten times. Like it's not completely far-fetched, though – uh, you know, as we saw in that game against Tennessee, that's another team that has another gear to go to when, when the chips are down too. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not crazy to to say, and it's it's an expectation that um, I think Michigan fans should embrace. I mean, the the clip at which they've won at the last couple of years is it's up there with the Georgias and the Ohio States and the Alabamas of the world, and 
in a lot of ways, uh, especially as it pertains to Alabama and Clemson, you're you're doing it better than they are right now to, to call a spade a spade. So, yeah, I mean, you know, people can can clip this and, and they'll come back if Michigan loses to Ohio State and says that you know that we're both out of our minds and, and that's you know that's fine. That's we know we know what we sign up for when we get into this. But um, yeah, Michigan has to play well to win these games. But like I said, I, I still feel like you know when I watch. These these second halves have been so dominant, but I still haven't, you know, outside of maybe the Penn State game, uh, I haven't watched a game this year and gone, gosh, you know, that was that was probably their best sixty minute effort of the year yet. Um, I, I don't think they played their best football game yet. I don't think they played their most complete football game yet. And you're not, it's super rare to play a perfect game. It doesn't happen a ton in this sport, but. Um, I think that there are just a lot of things that they can still kind of get better at. So that's that's the scary thing. Um, so yeah, I, I it can happen. I'm, I'm with you there. It can totally happen this year. Is there a weakness that Ohio State could exploit that Ryan Day and his staff look at through the body of work? And I know we still have Illinois, but I'm looking ahead to a week from Saturday in Columbus. Is there something glaring? I mean, maybe only coaches would see that could affect that outcome in Columbus. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know that it's glaring, but you know, when you see a couple weeks ago, you know, Keon Coleman getting, you know, snatching deep balls, these fifty fifty balls out of the air over Michigan's cornerbacks. I mean, the guys that Ohio State will throw out there are a lot more talented than that. Uh Marvin Harrison Jr. is a uh he's like a video game player, some of the catches that he's made this year. So yeah, and I don't think that like Will Johnson is coming along. I mean, he's he's been actually pretty good, or great, I'd say, for a true freshman. But he is still a true freshman. DJ Turner, I don't think, has played as well as I thought he would this year. Jamon Green is still kind of working his way back from the stuff that happened a couple weeks ago. So I think that would be an area of, of concern. Um, and then probably on the flip side, it's, you know, for Michigan, you know, no one's asking them to run the air raid. But when you do decide you're going to throw the football, I just I need to see better execution from kind of everyone right now. Uh, better execution from wide receivers, from the play callers, from the quarterback. Uh, again, these are these are. I don't know that I'd say these are glaring. I think maybe well, the wide receiver situation is maybe the most glaring right now. But um, I still think it's a coin flip when you get down when you, when you get down to it. So right now, I think those are kind of the two things that I'd point to as as where. What would be points of emphasis for the Buckeyes? How's that West going to shake out? Who do you think is going to win it and be in the Big Ten title game against the winner of Ohio State, Michigan? Gosh, uh, I mean, every time someone's been out in front this year, even for a couple of weeks, it looked like Illinois was in the driver's seat. Um, they've just kind of like fallen over themselves. So I don't know. I mean, some, there's you know the way that we've made fun of uh, Iowa all year. Wouldn't it just be something if they found a way to get back there? I have Blake Corum has 18 total touchdowns on his own this season. Iowa's offense only has 16. Period. Um, it's so that's a. Uh, I, I think it's something tells me it's probably going to be Iowa again. Uh, Purdue is a program where it seems like every time they've had a chance to take that next step under Jeff Brom, uh, they've kind of tripped over their own feet too. So. It's going to be literally the last person standing. Uh, I think just about everyone outside of Nebraska and Northwestern is has a past of this still being a, an accomplishment for them uh, with a couple weeks to go. So it's crazy. Um, 
but whoever I, I know this, and this is probably the least, probably the most mild take I've ever said on on your airwaves. Whoever comes out of the West is just going to be cannon fodder for Michigan or Ohio State at this point. So we'll see what happens. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So the flip side scenario would be Michigan loses to Ohio State. And based on their preseason schedule and lining up against uh, Tennessee or possibly a a USC or even if TCU would lose to Baylor, uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna win any of those one loss battles at all. I mean their their path to the Final Four is either anarchy the final two weeks and that can happen. We've seen it a couple of Saturdays this year, but if it goes as planned and they do lose to Ohio State, goes as planned for the other teams. Uh, their schedule just won't let them grab that final spot against a Tennessee. Just won't happen. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, unless Michigan comes out and, and plays this, you know, 30, 33, 30 thriller that they just barely lose at Ohio State, um, the non conference is going to hurt them a bit and the SEC um, perception of that league. And, and I, I will think, I do think that. All things being being what they are at eleven and one, if Michigan's eleven and one matches Tennessee's, I, I do think that given I mean, given what both teams have played and who they played and who the wins have come against, I would give the nod to Tennessee. So I think it's pretty clear to me how this lays out right now. I think it's it's Georgia, two A and two B are Michigan, Ohio State. You could take or leave whoever it is there. Um and then three you're probably looking at three being TCU or, or some combination of TCU or Tennessee in those three and four spots. So um, I don't think – I think USC probably still has another, lo- another loss in them. We'll see. But other than that, to me, it seems fairly cut and dry. Um, the, the Michigan-Ohio State game is 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 a playoff game. We don't have an ex- expanded playoff for a couple years yet, but that's basically an expanded playoff game. And it's the one that it all builds to at the end of the year. So um, – you know, I know there will be if Michigan loses and gets left out, there will be some some hurt feelings. There will be some sour grapes, but um, to me, it's pretty clear that's what that stage is setting up for. So probably a little bit better chance that Ohio State sneaks in uh, if you if you're able to win that game. But uh, we'll see. I, I think that a one loss Big uh, Big Ten champ or Big Ten team probably gets left out this year. I agree. Uh, based on their schedule or schedules, uh, plural. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Michigan football and University of Michigan athletics at the Wolverine.com. AB, appreciate the update, my friend. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, Anthony Broom joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan athletics. On the way, Graham Couch, a preview on Kentucky and Michigan State. College basketball tonight down in Indy. How about Izzo and the Spards' number two Gonzaga last Friday night on the aircraft carrier had a shot to win it. Not a favorable play drawn up at the end or use of the clock. And then they travel back across the country and they get number four Kentucky tonight, neutral site in Indy, even though I'm sure Kentucky will have a boatload of fans there. We'll talk to Graham about hoops and also Mel Tucker in Michigan State. One win away from being bowl eligible. 
Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal in less than 10 minutes. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com. He'll join us coming up in 45 minutes. And Mike O'Hara in just about an hour on your Detroit Lions and their two-game win streak as they head to take on Saquon Barkley and the Giants on Sunday. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash every Saturday in November. Each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m. with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. The holiday shopping season is here, and and we've got you covered with lots of gift ideas at your Auto Value Auto Parts store. Everything from rechargeable flashlights and wash and wax kits to screwdriver sets, ice scrapers, work lights, jump starters, and more. All in stock and specially priced for the holidays. Someone on your list that's just too hard to gift? Well, an Auto Value gift card could make the most perfect gift at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And thank you for shopping locally. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. But light, huge question of the day. I think Michigan will run the table and be national champions in football. You agree or disagree? 
1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team. The Grand Rapids Gold, they're at home tonight against Cleveland. Every Tuesday, it's buy one ticket, get one free. Inside Van Andel Arena, get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. The Van Andel Arena box office and your usual ticket outlets. Let's go talk about Michigan State, Kentucky hoops tonight. Look back at Gonzaga. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal, also co-host on Couch in the Rube, a podcast you can download wherever you download podcasts. He sent out the perfect tweet last night that if Michigan State was a shot away from beating number two Gonzaga, how in the heck were they not in the top 25? I know they were number 26, but how does Gonzaga stay at two and Michigan State gets no love? Want to talk to him about that. Also, Mel Tucker, one went away from being bowl eligible. How you doing, Graham? I'm doing well. It is it is absurd. I was an AP voter for, uh, you know, four years and, you know, used to do a column about it because it. It is amazing some of the lack of logic that sometimes goes into the poll. We have almost no data to this point. But what data we have is that Gonzaga and Michigan State are are fairly equal. So it doesn't really matter where you want to put them. You can have all sorts of reasons for whatever, but they have to be near each other. You can't have one still be two and the other be 26 um, because on a neutral court they were one point apart. That's what I said yesterday when I saw, hey, uh, the basketball polls are coming out, and I looked and I I saw a state wasn't in it. Michigan was at 20. Then I saw a state at 26. And I'm thinking, okay, Gonzaga had to drop a few spots. No, they stayed at number two. So, hey, the polls are the polls. The good thing is, at least now with the college football playoff and with the tournament, you still have to go win it. You don't, you don't get a mythical championship. No, no doubt. And that's in both. And it's always been that way in basketball. So, right, you, you just don't have to, you know, I mean, you play your way. It's not like it's not like Michigan State is Southern Illinois or Wichita State that gets only so many bites at the apple in the non-conference. Michigan State's about to play Kentucky tonight, and they got Villanova, and they've got Alabama. Like, you, we'll have a good sense of them really quickly. Uh, what about the matchup with Kentucky for Izzo tonight? Uh, it's a lot of travel out west, back, uh, and you're playing number two and number four uh, in four days. Yeah, I, I don't think at this point of the season. There, there should be any concern about legs. I mean, these are like 20-year-old guys playing a game on a Friday and a game on a Tuesday. Um, and so uh, I, I think, you know, one of the things Izzo said yesterday is at this stage it's, it's still harder on the coaches who are up all night trying to prepare scouting reports and that sort of thing. But uh, the players the players should be all right. It, it is an interesting matchup because it's a, it's a different style team. Um, a, a lot of athleticism, uh, you know, another good big guy. Fewer sets uh, that are, you know, is, is like Gonzaga runs. And, and so it'll be a different kind of challenge. But I, I also am very curious to see, like, Michigan State's guards, I think, have a chance to be really good. And they controlled a lot of that Gonzaga game. Not enough of it quite, but they controlled a lot of it. And, and I, I'm kind of waiting to see in a game like this, can they do it again? Um, and what I think is a little bit more elite talent, uh, but – also a young uh, young point guard for, for Kentucky. Yeah. So I think this will be a really telling game about just how much A.J. Hogard, Tyson Walker, Jade Nakins, these guys can kind of control a game. And if they can, again, then this is going to be a really good season for Michigan State. Because if you've got guards who can 
who are seasoned and uh, in college basketball, that's it's not everything because the big guys matter, but it guards control so much. Graham College from the Lansing State Journal, talking Michigan State hoops. We'll get to Spartan football in a moment. Uh, what surprised you about game one against number two Gonzaga from the Michigan State side? Well, the, the Mati Sissoko emergence is, is, is number one. I mean, I, there was just no evidence that that was coming. I mean, <laughs> well, I've watched him play a lot for two years or what little he played. And, you know, Tom Izzo gambled on, you know, sticking with his roster and having Sissoko as his main center, and it looks to have paid off. He looks like the guy they hoped they were recruiting, um, who's, you know, a bouncy athlete and strong and, and confident, and he's improved his skill and, and, and hung in there really well with a two-time All-American center and Drew Timmy. So I, I think that's number one. And, and number two, they just look like, like Gonzaga wants to run, so the idea was, oh, is that trouble for Michigan State? No, oh, Michigan State wants to run. Like AJ Hogard is a, uh, I, I mean, he, he he's a legitimate uh, high-end college basketball point guard, and you know we saw at the end of last year how difficult he, what a force he can be, and um, that it, that really doesn't matter who they're playing. Uh, it, it, he's going to be a force, I think, and I think that was was evident in that game. Um, you know, the backup center is an issue that they're going to have to develop some guys to be able to hang in there in certain matchups, um, and that's pretty clear. But all in all, I don't think anybody thought Sissoko was going to be that good. Even there was a chance that your entire center position was a problem, and, and, and if you're Michigan State, you leave that game going, well, at least for 25 minutes a game, you've sort of figured that out. What's your projection on Michigan State football for a bowl game if they get that bowl-eligible win against Indiana? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I don't think the, the Big Ten West is such a mess with, with sort of mediocrity as well, and Michigan State's a better football uh, brand than, than a couple of those programs. So I, I think they'll get picked up ahead of the Detroit game. So maybe, maybe Charlotte for the Mayo Bowl, maybe that game in Phoenix would be my two uh, best guesses the Phoenix game probably most likely but I, it really it also depends on you know what happens against Penn State um, what else happens around them you know how many teams are in the you know does Penn State wind up in a, in a New Year's six game uh, is a third big Ten team in one of those games that all of a sudden bumps everybody up and so there's so, there's so many factors still to be determined um, but I don't think even at six and six Michigan the bottom of the Big Ten selections. Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal opinion maker, co-host Couch in the Room podcast, available wherever you download podcasts. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about number four Kentucky and Michigan State College Hoops tonight in Indy. Also, Spartans beat Indiana. Uh, They will be bowl eligible, and I think Michigan State ending the season in a bowl game with a win uh, would be a monster comeback for a team that looked like they were completely lost a month ago. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's it, – it's not that the bowl game itself, it's making the bowl game, I think, is – and having a season where things look like the wheels might really come off and having things settle down. And, and, and I think that that's a good sign for the staff. You're able to recruit to that a little. Like, if this is the low point, this isn't so bad. And – um so yeah, I, I, I do think yeah, the game against Indiana is much like the game against Rutgers. Uh, there's a lot to lose. Like it's, losing is almost you know there, there's more to lose than there is to gain in certain ways. 
um, and, and losing it would be somewhat devastating. So you, you've got to go out and take care of business. Graham, appreciate the update. Safe travels, my friend. Appreciate you. Talk to you soon, Bill. All right, Graham Coates joining us from Indy, getting set for number four Kentucky. Also on the Spartans tonight, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Also, you can hear the game in the Grand Rapids area on our sister station of our flagship operation, 96-1 The Game, Big 101.3, your home for Michigan State basketball and football. We do have our Bud Light, huge question of the day. I say Michigan's going to win out, be national champs. You agree or disagree? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They're at home tonight, 7 p.m. is the tip, a little after 7. It's a Tuesday promotion. Buy one ticket, get one free tonight inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. So that huge question of the day, you can answer 1-866-838-4843. Will Michigan run the table? Agree or disagree with me? All right? I just, I, I see it. I do. And it's because of their O-line and their defense. So the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hockey season is here, and Red Wings fans can discover why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Download the BetMGM app today and make every game and every play mean more than ever before. When you sign up, you'll enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, boosted odds specials, and the best daily promotions in the business. With the trust of MGM Resorts, the BetMGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on hockey or on any of your favorite sports. Download the app and take the king of sportsbooks with you wherever you go. Get ready to turn game time into showtime. Go for the goal and light the lamp with BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League and the Detroit Red Wings. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Tonight, the Grand Rapids Gold are at home in downtown GR inside Van Andel Arena. It's a Tuesday. Buy one ticket, get one free. Every Tuesday home game with the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. Buy one ticket, get one free tonight for the Gold. They're at home inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets right now at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office. Come back to the ultimate rock Christmas tradition. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Two shows. December 4th, Van Andel Arena. Millions have made this their must-see holiday event of the season. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Trans-Siberian Orchestras. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. The Best of TSO and more. 
more for your money this week at Meyer. No matter what you need, save with deals like 10% off general merchandise apparel and shoes with Embergs, 50% off select Ophelia Row women's tops and pants, and 20% off board games and puzzles. Plus, start decorating for the holidays with buy one, get one 50% off indoor holiday decor or stockings. And you'll always pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast presented by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com. I did throw out our Bud Light huge question of the day. I'll get to some of the comments on Facebook and Twitter. Will Michigan run the table and be undefeated? I say yes. You agree or disagree, 1-866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com. He'll join us in just a few minutes about the Lions' two-game win streak. Also, our friends from DeVos Performance Hall have given me a pair of tickets to see Daryl Hall and the Daryl's House Band with special guest Todd Rundgren on November 23rd at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are available right now at Ticketmaster.com. That is November 23rd, so... Superfly, why don't we take caller number 23 at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE-SUPERFLY. Caller number 23 will get a pair of tickets to see Daryl Hall and the Daryl's House Band from Hall & Oates with special guest Todd Runger. That's a pretty good show at DeVos Performance Hall on November 23rd. Caller 23, Superfly will get you the e-tickets no matter where you're listening across the Michigan Sports Network, and you can see Daryl Hall and the Daryl's House Band with special guest Todd Rundgren, November 23rd at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Caller 23 right now, 1-866-838-4843. You will be a winner. Speaking of winners, Lions have won two straight. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com columnist insider. He's standing by in the Meyer guest sign and Boy, I still can't believe what happened in that fourth quarter in Chicago. Well, it was it was amazing. It really was. They were down what uh, down fourteen and came back to tie it. Got down again. What thirty to twenty four, and then a 91, 91 yard drive, eight plays, and that was that was professional football, my man. It really was. It was, and things that like I had Lomas on. Yesterday, things that normally the Lions don't get, calls from the officials or, you know, miss PAT that usually haunts the Lions. It all came together, and what a big win. And now they're playing the Giants in a game that 
has some meaning. Washington winning last night wasn't good uh, for the Lions, but the fact is the NFC is all over the place uh, right now, and if the Lions could win another road game against the mighty Giants, one of the surprise teams in the NFL this year, that would be huge. Yeah, I think it really would. Uh, that would be huge, just like you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> funny stuff, right? Eh? Uh, yeah, that would be. You'd be absolutely right about that. Look, I think that the trade line is more importantly than anything else is they're getting better. The younger players are getting some experience. They're better now than they were a month ago. They were better a month ago than they were two months ago. But I think you know what Brad Holmes and his drafts. I think. Uh, these players that they've, they've got in the last, they've now had what a year and three quarters with them. You're starting to see these players develop into what the Detroit Lions hoped and planned that they would become. Now, are they all going to be all pros? No, but you've got good starting caliber players on that team, and they're all kind of growing together. Just as Dan Campbell said yesterday, he says they're growing together, and more importantly, they're he says they're growing, and more importantly, they're growing together. What's been the biggest key, the one thing uh, that kick-started this two-game win streak? Wow, that's a, you know, that's a that's a good question. I think I think that they've been close. You know, they've been close in a lot of games and, and couldn't close the deal. And, and a lot of that, you know, you know, they used to live and die on the fourth-quarter comebacks of, of Matthew Stafford. He was great at it, but sometimes you got to make a defensive stop too. And I think that's that has been the missing piece. Uh, for the Detroit Lions this year, at least it was until recently, was that they would get they would be close in the in the fourth quarter with a chance to, you know, make a stop and then make a run, and they didn't get any of that. You know, right from opening day, huge with the Philadelphia Eagles when the Eagles just you know had a thirty eight thirty five lead and they just put together excuse me two or three first downs, game over. That that was you know that was just sort of the the path that they took, you know, for four, five, six games, and then they reversed it first against the Packers when first and you know first and ten at the seventeen yard line took four shots at it and got nowhere, got four incomplete passes, or they might have had one running play in there, and then last week probably one of the toughest quarterbacks in the league to to get down to get on the ground, and they had two sacks in that last possession that that, that Justin Fields had and clinched the game, took over, and then had to, Got the first down. Next thing you know, they're in the, what, the victory formation and, and having a good time. I'm hearing so many phones ringing in the background. Either you got a second job at a pizza parlor or you're working at a telethon. <laughs> well, actually, I was doing dishes and looking out the window watching it snow. Either, so maybe maybe that was what did it. I heard a lot of phones ringing or something <laughs> going on. I'm like, he's got nine phones. Oh, my God, he's like Batman. He's he's answering the O phone for Mike O'Hara. Oh, all right. All right, well, enjoy enjoy the game on Sunday. I'm looking forward to see how the Lions uh, play against Saquon and the Giants. Always appreciate your input and conversation, Michael. Okay, huge thanks for having me. I'm just starting to put my stuff together on that game. I, I like the Lions' chances right off the top of my head, but we'll see. Yeah, i got to stop Saquon if they can stop him and, and make Jones beat them. I think they got a great chance on their own. I'm with you, absolutely. All right, we'll talk soon, Michael. Right. Okay, thanks for having uh, me. Michael Harris. He had like three phones ringing. In the background. He's the type of guy, I've seen him before, he has phones all around his belt. He looks like a tombstone sheriff with like four phones, and he answers them real quick and flips them around. It's pretty entertaining to watch with Mike O'Hara.
from DetroitLions.com. Doug Skeen is a five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan. He also is co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast that you can hear at TheWolverine.com. Skeener here in about 10 minutes on Michigan football. He'll answer our Bud Light huge question of the day. I say Michigan's going to run the table. They will be national champions. You agree or disagree? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They're at home tonight, 7.05, I think, is the tip time. Tuesdays mean you can buy one ticket, get one free tonight inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Now, if you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, free to subscribe, and they'll be right there on your mobile phone each and every day. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. And always remember, we have our free online stream weekdays, 3 until 6, at thehugeshow.net. Then 6 p.m. until the next show airs, the all-night, all-day replay. The show repeats in its, in its entirety all three hours from 6 p.m. until the next showtime at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.